one and all to episode 162 of the Mars Attacks podcast. Happy New Year, one and all. It is technically 7.37 a.m. Been awake since 5 a.m. I've been meaning to record a uh, year-end special or whatever you want to call it for the podcast for the last few days. I wanted to solidify a few more things before that. Uh, The idea is for me to do this top 20 episode and then do another episode with a bunch of other tracks that uh, maybe the albums weren't as strong or barely missed the cut or however you want to look at it because there were a lot of strong albums to come out this year. And there's still a lot of cool tracks out there that I'm not going to feature in this episode that I hope to feature in an upcoming episode of the podcast. So um, this kicks off actually year 10 of me podcasting. Started podcasting back in 2009, back in January. Back in January, you know. How about back in June of 2009? So I do want to make a good conscious effort to ramp things back up again and try to bring you guys some more content than I have before that I have in the last few years. Um, That's my intent. (laughs) Let's hope that it all works out. There's a lot of cool things that I have, you know, floating around in my mind that I want to do. So let's see if we can, um, if we can do it. Anyway, kicking things off at 20, this is the Night Flight Orchestra coming off of Sometimes the World Ain't Enough. Name of this track is This Time. Oh! 
right, a little Night Flight Orchestra coming in at number 20. Number 19, Haunt. The name of the album is Burst Into Flames. And we're going to go with the title track here, Burst Into Flames by Haunt.
Podcast at 18 is a British band called The Brew. They've been around since 2006, and I didn't know a damn thing about them until now. Their latest album is called Art of Persuasion. Comes in at 18 for me. This is a really cool, just flat-out rock album. Uh, check it out. Man, it's it's really good. Um, the name of the track that I'm going to play is called Gin Soaked Loving Queen.
the brew. Album is Art of Persuasion, coming in at 18. 17. This is Hailstorm with Vicious. This is probably my favorite album by them. And it's got a lot of really good material on it. You know, with all the other albums, there's maybe one or two tracks that I like. But this album had a lot. Like, I... I liked more than half of this album. And if it wasn't that I liked some of these other albums more and really got a chance to listen to them in detail, uh, it probably would have been in my top 10. It wasn't my top 10 until some other things started creeping in. But uh, yeah, so it's all the way back at 17. To me, that's cool, though, because it shows how much good stuff came out this year. So don't be a Debbie Downer out there and say, man, nothing good ever comes out again. No, get off your lazy ass and check out some cool new music and support all the bands that you love. Support all the bands to hear here on this show that uh, may pique your interest. Uh, There are links on the site where you can pick uh, all of this merchandise up. There are links from around the world, so if you aren't in the States, you can pick up the albums uh, wherever you want or stream them. Do whatever it is to support these bands. So anyway, name of this track is Painkiller by Hailstorm. Like a painkiller, you blow in my mind like a painkiller. 
United 16, a band that a lot of people love to hate. And I've liked the majority. I'll say this up to their album four. I pretty much, no, actually, I didn't like their second album. <laughs> so I like three of their four first albums. Um, and then things sort of dropped off. But, um, and, you know, the first single off of this album, which was Bulletproof, really did nothing for me. It was like, all right, what the fuck are they trying to do? Sound like Linkin Park? They trying to fill fill the void there? The band is Godsmack. Um, I do think this album is better than their last few albums. Not crazy on the production, but uh, still like enough of it to rank it at number 16 on my list. Uh, the track we're going to check out is called Say My Name, coming off of One Legend's Rise by Godsmack.
actually, that song wasn't them covering Destiny's Child. So, <laughs> sometimes you look at some of the song titles, similar to the um, Hailstorm, Painkiller. I'm like, oh, when I first saw that, I'm like, is this them covering Priest? What, what's going on here? So, um, getting into the top 15 here, let's recap. 20 was Night Flight Orchestra, Sometimes the World Ain't Enough. 19, Haunt, Burst into Flames. 18, The Brew, Art of Persuasion. 17, Hailstorm, Vicious. 16, Godsmack, When Legends Rise. 15 is a band that I'm really sorry to see that they've gone away. Uh, Really one of my favorite bands that... um, that did what, you know, the new wave of British heavy metal originally did and what specifically Iron Maiden did, which to me, I mean, if you followed me uh, online, the last great Maiden album to me is Brave New World, and every album since then has had some decent material, but I hate Book of Souls, man. They they lost their way, in my opinion. Um, again, it, just like this entire list... This is just my funky opinion and and what I think, you know, about these albums. Uh, surely, when checking this out, go to MarsAttacksRadio.com or the Facebook page and leave your comments, you know. Let me know what you agree with, what you don't agree with, what albums maybe you're checking out because of this, so on and so forth. So, anyway, White Wizard. Um... Great, great band, and man, it sucks that they've gone away. Whatever you want to say about John Leon, uh, John Leon, excuse me, um, I've never really had an issue with the guy, and any time that an issue has come up, we've been able to straighten things out. Um, I haven't been in a band with him either, so I mean, I can't really... um, you know, state my opinion on anything else outside of the music. And the music has been, you know, for the most part, good. And I have a White Wizard playlist on my phone. And, you know, on in iTunes and in Spotify and Tidal and so on and so forth. And it sucks that this band isn't around anymore. Hopefully in the future that will change, but we'll see. Be interesting to see where John Leon goes after this. But the final White Wizard album as of 2018 is Infernal Overdrive. And we're going to check out the track Storm the Shores by White Wizard.
14. Definitely one of the best rock albums to come out this year, in my opinion. It is the self-titled album. It's the second self-titled album. So is this Stone Temple Pilots 2? Would you call it that? Or the 2018 um, Stone Temple Pilots? Uh, I know a lot of people have issues because the band continued with the name, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, I think Jeff Gutt has done a really good job stepping in. And uh, folks, for all of you people bitching about, you know, the name, where were you when the DeLeo brothers did Army of Anyone and, and when they did talk show? So, you know, to me... <laughs> you know, your your point isn't valid if you didn't fucking back the guys when they had other shit going on. So, that's that. Check this out. This, to me, this song slots in there with some of their best material. The name of the track is Roll Me Under by Stone Temple Pilots. I fucking love this track. So, this is uh, Stone Temple Pilots at 14.
you do, damned if you don't, folks. So, number 13. This was in my top 10 also for the longest time and just came out. So, um, came out with other stuff that I checked out that I felt was stronger. This album, to me, the biggest issue... There's two issues, I think, because I'm not exactly sure whether they're really a band or not, because, I mean, they announced that Ken Mary is part of Flotsam and Jetsam. He's their permanent drummer, so where does that leave Fifth Angel? Uh, Was this just a project that was going to tour sparingly, a few festivals, this, that, and the other thing, and maybe that's that's their intention? Um, But also... Man, the song that they released as the first single, which is Can You Hear Me, um, to me is an okay track, man. But there's, you know, the album kicks off with, uh, like, the first four songs before Can You Hear Me are just so much better than it, in my opinion. The second single ended up being the third secret, the the title track from the Fifth Angel album, which is cool, too, but... I really think that Queen of Thieves and this track, the one I'm going to play, We Will Rise, just is a fucking crushing song, man. This, I mean, listen to this song. Tell me it doesn't sound like it couldn't have been on any of the the first, you know, few Dio albums. It just sounds like that, you know, just with the voice and just the, the guitars and everything. It just sounds so damn cool. So let's check this out. This is Fifth Angel coming in at 13. Uh, The third secret is the album, and the track is We Will Rise, and no, it isn't an Arch Enemy cover. So (laughs) check it out.
Better Than 12. Another album that I had in my top 10 until checking some of this other stuff out. Um, one of the worst interviews that I did, one of the biggest pains in the ass, and his reputation precedes him. And, you know, I, I wish nothing but the best for the guy because I love a lot of his music. And this album is really good. I mean, uh, this is Stephen Piercy. And the album is View to a Thrill. And this and Smash are just awesome albums. To me, they're as good as a lot of the stuff that he's done in Rat. They're just tracks off of both of these albums that are just so damn good. And Smash was really diverse because it sounded, you know, sounded like Zeppelin, sounded like Van Halen, sounded like Aerosmith. And then you had... Um, 10 Miles Wide, which just fucking sounds like rat. It's just such a cool song. And this album is more in the vein of that, in the sense that the album isn't as diverse, but it's as strong and as good. It's just different, which is cool to me. Uh, the name of the track is I'm a Rat off of View to a Thrill. And yes, he did tell my good friend Mark Striegel, that this is James Bond influenced. So there you go. View to Thrill at number 12. I'm a rat.
funny when this album, or I'm sorry, when this single came out, people were like, I love this song, but what's up with that ending? It's just something different. I mean, I think that's cool. You know, that goes to show. I mean, Steven always talks about being a guitarist first, so I could imagine him coming up with that. So let's, uh, let's jump on number 11 here. Band out of New Zealand, which I found out about earlier this year. Love this album. The album is called Two. The name of the band is Alien Weaponry. And they sing in, in English and in a native tongue from, from New Zealand, from, uh, from, from a tribe. Um, so the, what they sing in is, I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, it's uh, Maori. Maori. Uh, something along those lines. But the band is made up of two brothers on guitars and drums, uh, the Dijon brothers, and that's Louis Dijon and Henry Dijon, and they have Ethan Trembath on bass. Videos are really fucking cool, so I'd you know recommend you checking this out. And I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly again. This is in Maori. This is Kei Tangata. Is the name of the track. Love this track. Check it out. Alien Weaponry.
what we've heard so far. 20, Night Flight Orchestra, Sometimes the World Ain't Enough. 19, Haunt, Burst into Flames. 18, The Brew, Art of Persuasion. 17, Hailstorm, Vicious. 16, Godsmack, When Legends Rise. 15, White Wizard, Infernal Overdrive. 14, Stone Temple Pilots, Stone Temple Pilots. 13, Fifth Angel, The Third Secret. 12, Stephen Piercy, View to a Thrill. 11, Alien Weaponry 2. Getting into the top 10 here. So my top 10 uh, starts off with a band out of Pittsburgh, a band that, although I knew of them, really didn't check anything out until I heard uh, the track Goodbye Cruel World, which is the uh, title track from, or by the... (laughs) Jesus. The title track off of the latest Icarus Witch album. So I I did a review on this for TalkingRock.net. Really, really, really like this album. And like I said, this is the first album by them that I've really checked out. And I love it top to bottom, man. And I feel that strong about it that it's my number 10. Uh, the name of the track that I'm going with is called Misfortune Teller. The song is so cool, man. Check it out.
friend of the show, Dan Lorenzo, has a new band, quote-unquote, not so new if you've been keeping track, because obviously they released an EP in 2017, and in 2018, they released their first full-length, which is Woodshed. It is Dan Lorenzo, formerly of Hades on Fiction, The Cursed, with uh, Nathan Opposition of Ancient Wisdom. And just recently they announced that uh, Ron Lipnicki and um, Jesus, Jimmy Shulman, I wanted to call him Jason, I knew it was wrong. Jimmy Shulman, both uh, alumni of Hades, have joined the band. So uh, pretty cool. This is a great album, top to bottom. And I'm not just saying that because, you know, again, I, I say that uh, Dan is a is a friend of the show uh, because there are other bands that I could consider the same thing and they didn't make the list or they're farther down on the list. So there you go. Uh, really check this out. I think the album is strong top to bottom. Again, another album that I reviewed for TalkingRock.net. Check that out. And uh, there are quite a few <laughs> here in the uh, top 10 that I reviewed. But, um, yeah. So, the track that I'm going with here is One Way Out by Vessel of Light.
such a cool album, man. If you if you miss Danzig's first four albums, check that out. It's got a lot of cool stuff. Eerie, bluesy, heavy, sort of in the same kind of you know, I, I've seen people say, Oh, it's, you know, Black Sabbath influence. Sure it is, but it sounds a lot closer to that Danzig stuff that a lot of us love. So if you love it, check that out. Um, up next, number eight. Now, Monty Pittman is a guy that you've heard me rant and rave about. Again, something that I reviewed. <laughs> um, it it kind of bums me out that you read all the stuff about Mark Tremonti. And I've mentioned this a bunch of times, but Monty Pittman doesn't come into the conversation for whatever reason. And I think that everything that he's released on Metal Blade has been really, really good. And he's released, he released two albums at the same time. And essentially one is an acoustic album and one is a, an electric album. And to give you guys a, a change of pace here, what I'm going to do is I'm going to feature something off of the acoustic album. Um, the, the, the thing here is, again, he released Between the Space, which is the electric album. I did, or, yeah, Between the Space, which is the electric album, and he did Better or Worse, which is the acoustic album. I get the two mixed up. I apologize. So I was looking them up to make sure that I got all that stuff straight in the way. But definitely check them both out. Um, it's interesting that somebody would do something like this, you know, and, and sort of, you know, uh, provide provide both at the same time. Because, I mean, if, if you think back and, and you think of, say, Alice in Chains and what they used to do, although now they release the acoustic stuff on their full lengths, you know, with their... Which are flies and sap and stuff like that, and, and not to you know there there's definitely some of that going on you know in Allison Chain's influence I would say, but it isn't you know overly you know it isn't over the top like what other people do copying them. So um, check check both albums out. You know it was hard for me to pick one track off of one or the other. But, um, you know, I, I wanted to go with, I wanted to go with depth perception, depth perception, excuse me, coming off of between the space. Uh-oh, I think I screwed this up because depth perception is off of better or worse. So I did I did kind of throw a uh, monkey wrench into into the things here. So, let's check out Depth Perception. This is off of the acoustic album. So, this is kind of like a, a a switch up here. Although it is off the acoustic album, I think the song sounds really heavy and really cool in its own kind of way. So, let's check it out. Blood 
Destruction. A little Monty Pittman there coming in at number eight. And I bring up Mark Tremonti, no disrespect to him because he's a great player. It's just. It's always been the same thing, you know. Why is one person more popular than than the other? But um, check out those Monty Pittman album albums, plural. Definitely, definitely worth your while. Uh, number seven is an album that really surprised me uh, because this is someone that's been around for a while, and you think, oh, um, eh, another run of the mill paint by numbers album by them. But damn, is this album strong! <laughs> from beginning to end Black Label Society's Grimmest Hits just has so much cool material on it um, if you've sort of you know panned Zach uh, you know for whatever reason definitely an album worth checking out in my opinion the track that I'm picking off of this is called A Love Unreal
up next at number six, again, someone that has frustrated me for a long time. My first interview ever was D. Snyder of Twisted Sister when he formed the band Widowmaker or when the first Widowmaker album came out. Love those two Widowmaker albums and love very few things since then by D. A lot of it has been misguided and just, in my opinion, has sucked. <laughs> you know, I don't want to hear D. Snyder sounding like Avril Lavigne or like some 41 or, you know, some pop punkish type stuff. You know, nothing against that stuff because I have albums by some 41 and by bands of the same ilk and, and I dig that stuff. But I don't want to hear D. doing that stuff, you know. It's it's kind of man. It's 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 using a Ferrari to go to go pick up groceries. You know, ten feet away from your house. Yeah, okay, you can do it, but it you know is it the best use. I mean, D is still a fucking monster, and he's shown it on this album for the love of metal. Again, the album is great from beginning to end. I mean, I can't say enough good things. And this was, for me, this was number four for a long time. And it just got pushed back to six because I feel that there's, you know, five albums better than this. But um, the track that I'm going to play off of the album is Roll Over You by D. Snyder.
And I mentioned that Avril Lavigne's sounding stuff, and I forgot to mention the fucking Broadway album that D. Snyder put out. <laughs> you know. And not to mention his cover of Head Like a Hole, which Buck Cherry just covered. Why the fuck do we need another version of Head Like a Hole? You know, I don't know. Don't get it. Don't get it. Nine Inch Nails is released. I don't know how many albums. And people just keep covering the same damn song. Cover something else, damn it. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Cover something else, Beavis. Um... Anyway, up next, this was an album that I initially heard and I was kind of lukewarm on and then I gave it another chance and it clicked and I've been listening to it almost nonstop since. I'm not a huge fan of Ramstein, but I love Emigrate, uh, Richard Z. Cruz's, um, um, I, I think I pronounced that wrong. Uh, Richard from <laughs> Richard from Ramstein. Uh, I'm typing um, exciting podcasting. Richard Z. Cruise, uh, I guess is is how it's pronounced. Uh, anyway, excuse me, Richard from Ramstein. His side project, Emigrate. To me, the last album. And uh, and this have been just so good. All three albums are really good. The first one has like three or four tracks that I really like. The second one has like six tracks that I like. And this, like outside of one or two tracks, I've had the, the rest of the album on repeat basically for like the last few weeks. Love it. The name of the album is A Million Degrees. The track that I'm going to play and I can't get this damn chorus out of my head. Name of the track is one, two, three, four featuring Ben from Billy talent on vocals with Richard. And, um, it's cool. Great track. I defy you to not get this stuck in your head. Let's check this out. Emigrate.
previous album is silent so long really cool album as well check that out number four is an album that a lot of people have made their number one and i gotta say this is my favorite album by ghost and i pronounce it prequel and the my idea behind that is or or, you know I, i don't know if it has to do with the lawsuit or or whatnot to where he wasn't, you know, he wasn't using the, or Tobias wasn't using the whole Papa gimmick and was using the Cardinal. You have to be a Cardinal before you become a, a Pope. So uh, that's why, you know, I figured it was prequel. Um, and also, kind of Tobias showing, you know, kind of making a statement. You know, saying, hey, before before you guys, I was here before you guys, and I did this before you guys, and let me show you what I can still do without you guys. You know, that was kind of, kind of what I took, and I think this is the strongest Ghost album, top to bottom, and I think it shows so many people have picked it as their favorite album of the year. For me, it's number four, but I mean, any one of these, you know, top ten albums are strong. Any one of these 20 really are, are, are really good. Um, this all comes down to personal opinion and that's where ghost lies for me. So let's check the track out. See the light. This album, this album and this song is just so good. So see the light ghost.
such a cool song. Again, this could be them, you know, or them. This could be Tobias directing those lyrics to his former bandmates. So there you go. Definitely check that out. I have that on vinyl. Interesting. I have my top four on vinyl. First time I could say that in a long time. Would love to pick up a, a bunch of these others on vinyl as well. I tried to get the White Wizard, but it was like 80 bucks to ship it over to Europe. Really sucked. So, um, the next uh, album is from no shame in me saying this, friends of mine, uh, Angela Sapatra on Century Media. I've uh, been trying to hook up with them to do an interview. Don't know what's going on, why we can't get that to take place, but uh, hopefully soon. Uh, anyway, name of the album is Cabaret. I'll, I'll pronounce it in Spanish. Uh, Cabaret de la Guillotine. Uh, Cabaret of the Guillotine. And I played Witching Hour before, and I've seen people post, for example, uh, Farewell, which is a track that's about a fan of theirs passing away from cancer and basically, you know, about people losing loved ones and whatnot. Um, there are a bunch of a bunch of really good songs on here again if I'm comparing it to these other tracks and although I'm saying that people are friends of mine that doesn't mean that I'm going to put their stuff above someone else's it's just that I really enjoy it that much and again this is my funky opinion so um, let's go with uh, fuck it let's go with Farewell since I talked it up but there's there's a bunch of other really good songs off of here so um and and actually, the music that you do here at the beginning is a side project that their guitarist worked on that I had a little hand in working on also. So, there you go. Uh, anyway, uh, the name of this track is Farewell by Angela Sapatrida.
right, so that was my number three, Enzo Sapatrida with Cabaret of the Guillotines there. And um, let's, uh, there, there's two more to go. Uh, actually, we'll do a recap after the next track. And the next track is a title track off of an album that I also reviewed. I actually reviewed the Angel Sapatrida and reviewed this next one. Alice in Chains, Rainier Frog. And I don't give a shit what other people say. I love this incarnation of the band. They've released as many albums with Out Lane as they have with him. And again, you guys want them to retire the name. You should have picked up the fucking Jerry Cantrell solo albums, which are just monstrous releases. They're just so good. Um, but people chose to ignore them because they didn't have the Alice in Chains brand name on it. So uh, check that out. And or check shit. What I'm what I'm trying to I'm thinking of too many things at the same time. Uh, Jerry has actually released a song as part of a DC Comics thing that um, uh, that has a bunch of really cool tracks on it, and I recommend guy people checking it out. And who else appears on this? Uh, Maria Brink and Chris from In This Moment, Chino Moreno from uh, Deftones. Um, Alexis Krauss from the DXX is the name of the band, and this sounds nothing like what she does there. This this is a fucking metal track. Um, uh, Jerry Cantrell, as I mentioned, and actually Brand Daler from from Mastodon actually has a really cool track, which I'm gonna play in in an upcoming episode. And the name of it, or the name of the soundtrack is DC, we got the full name here, uh, DC Dark Knights Metal Soundtrack. So I picked it up on iTunes, but it's on Spotify, it's on all your other streaming platforms, it's it's some really good stuff, so check it out. In any event, we're going to, Jesus, I keep, can't talk, excuse me. <laughs> um, so we're going to get into the title track from Alice in Chains' latest album. This is Rain Your Fog, and I know people will be like, oh, this, I don't like this track. I love this track. So <laughs> let's check it out together. Let's love it together. So, Little Alice in Chains. <laughs>
Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love everything that I've that I've listed for you guys and played for you guys. So let's recap the top 10. At 10, Icarus Witch, Goodbye Cruel World. Number 9, Vessel of Light, Woodshed. Number 8, Monty Pittman, Between the Space. I fucked that up again. Anyway, there's there's two albums by Monty Pittman. Between the Spaces is one of them, although the track that I played wasn't off of it. Um, BLS, uh, Black Label Society, Grimmest Hits at number seven. Number six, D. Snyder with For the Love of Metal. Number five, Emigrate with A Million Degrees. Number four, Ghost with Prequel. Number three, Angela Sapatrida with Cabaret de la Guillotina. Number two, Alice in Chains, Rainier Fog. And my number one, almost since the time that I heard it, and I'm still playing this album a considerable amount of times a week because there are tracks off of this that I sort of go off on a tangent and listen to the track over and over again. And this is the one that probably sticks out to me the most. And I'm talking about Judas Priest. I'm talking about a little firepower. <laughs> Rob Halford with the rolling of the R's there. Um, Rob Halford. Uh, anyway, the track is No Surrender. And I love this track, love this album. Um, if anyone tells you that no good music comes out anymore, call them lazy bastards because that's what they are. Because there's still great music coming out and i hope you've enjoyed this episode again comment up on facebook comment up on um up on the website wherever you want so just let me know what you think so we're going to end the episode with this track thank you for listening to this best of 2018 best of 2018 we'll leave you with judas priest no surrender. See ya.
Thank you for listening to the Mars Attacks podcast. This concludes our show. 